On Thursday night, I had the opportunity to go up to my hometown and to spend the night there, and I stayed at the parish rectory. And as I got to the house, I went to the door, and I put my key in the door to open it. And as the door opened, it was kind of a surprise of what I saw, because the dining room table had been moved from its location up to against the wall right by the front door. And it was almost like an obstacle coming in. And I said, well, that's very peculiar. But I knew that the pastor was rearranging things in his house. And I'm like, well, that's an odd place to eat. But if that's what he wants, that's fine. But as I continued to walk in, I realized why the table had been moved. Because he had two other tables that were set up with fine linens and the best china and silverware and cloth napkins a table set really for 12 or 13 people. It became very apparent to me that he was going to be having dinner guests in the next day or a few days, that he was going to entertain them for a meal and conversation. When we have guests over to our house, they're usually invited, and so our host is ready to have them. That's why they did the prep work, why they set the table. We clean our house. We make sure that the floors have been recently mopped any clutter that we might have, we straighten it up and then we put it somewhere out of sight. Maybe we even put things in the closet if we don't have a good place to put them. We want to make sure that the appearance of our house is fine, is great for the people who come in. For Zacchaeus today in our gospel though, he didn't have time to prepare his house. And maybe his house was a little messy, maybe he had paperwork everywhere, maybe there were some broken items in the house that he didn't have time to throw out. But Jesus says to him today, I want to stay in your house. Zacchaeus climbed this tree, and if he climbs the tree, I can imagine that, you know, he's going to draw attention to himself. And Jesus sees him and comes to him and says, Zacchaeus, come down. I must stay in your house today. Jesus didn't care that Zacchaeus wasn't ready in his home for him to come in. He didn't care that it was messy or dirty or whatever it was. Jesus wanted to come in and in fact, when Jesus comes in, sometimes he even cleans for us, he does maintenance work, he'll even fix what is broken in our house. I must stay in your house today. For all of us, how is it then that Jesus stays in our house? I think it's pretty apparent that as a person of faith, I would tell you that to allow Jesus to stay in our house, we must become people of prayer. And last year we did that household prayer covenant and we taught many different ways of praying, hoping that maybe one of them was a way that you could start using in your daily life. And maybe you have, maybe you found that prayer to allow Jesus to enter into your house through that conversation that you have with God each day. This past week, I met with a married couple, and they were sharing with me how they prayed as a family. And they said that when they put their little toddler to bed at night, that's when they, as husband and wife, can spend some time in prayer together. And typically what they do is they'll open up the scriptures and read a passage from the Bible and do what's called Lectio Divina, holy reading of the scriptures. So they'll read this excerpt together, and then they'll sit in silence for 10, 15 minutes. And afterwards, they'll talk about what word or phrase or whatever it was that they prayed with. They'll share that with one another. And they both said that 
sometimes when they pray in this way, that they have conversations that they wouldn't have had otherwise. That sometimes that the same word or phrase speaks to them, and so they're able to talk about what's going on in their life. For them, that's what it means when Jesus comes to live in their house. That Jesus facilitates a conversation of love between the two of them to help them in their journey to the kingdom of God. For Zacchaeus, when Jesus comes into his house, Jesus does something more for him. He calls him to a deeper repentance for his sins. He was a tax collector. He extorted money from people. He was wealthy. Now, Jesus doesn't tell him that he has to change his life. But because Jesus comes into his house, he makes that decision for himself. He says to the Lord, I will give away half of what I have. I'll give it to the poor. And I'll repay anyone that I've extorted money from four times over. The presence of Jesus in his house called him to a deeper repentance for his sins. What happened in Zacchaeus happened to me just a few months ago. That as I myself have been working on prayer and daily coming before the Lord, especially here in the church or in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel, to spend a significant time in prayer, that God has begun to work on my heart in the similar way that he did for Zacchaeus. When I was in college, I probably was a jerk to lots of people, and maybe I still am today. But as, uh, as I was going through college, I was at St. Norbert before I went to the seminary, and there was a person there who I hurt with my words and with my actions. And, you know, I left college there, and I went to the seminary, and I didn't think anything of it, never thought of this person again. Until three years later, so maybe, I don't know, 2010, 2011, this person and I were at the same event. I remember exactly where we were and what happened. Because this person pulls me aside and says to me how much I hurt them back then, and how my presence there to that day was a reminder of that and how she's been dealing with that for several years. And so I, I don't think I apologized to her in that moment, and I know I should have. The only thing I said to her was, I was a jerk back then, and I simply walked away. I remember as I walked away, I looked back, and there she was crying. And I simply laughed, because I didn't want to deal with it. And so now Jesus has come to stay in my house, and I'm spending time with him. We're talking. And um, I'm reading a spiritual book at the time, maybe three months ago. There was something, a reflection that the author wrote that really struck me. And it had me call to mind whether or not I apologize in my own life to the people that I hurt. As I went deeper with that, who is it that I need to apologize to? This person came up. The reminder of what happened at that event many years ago, how she told me how much I hurt her. And so I began to pray about that and ask God to give her the healing that she needed in her life in order to be able to move on. And it called me really to a deeper repentance for what I had done, for the words and actions that I had done to that individual. So this past week, I'm making an effort to reach out and to offer my sincere apologies and to tell that person that they've been on my mind and my heart and that I've been truly praying for them. This is what happens when Jesus comes and enters into our house. Now, maybe that might frighten you. 
that if I allow Jesus to come in, he's going to bring up all this stuff from the past. Maybe he will. But if he does, it's only because he wants to heal. But more so, Jesus is going to give us joy and love and peace. He's going to heal. He's going to do lots of things in our lives if we just give him the opportunity. We open the door to our homes and allow him to enter in. When he comes into our house, Jesus will do the house cleaning. He will fix whatever's broken, and he'll do the maintenance work in our lives. I promise you, as he becomes a guest in your life, it'll make all the difference. So today, as we go forward from this Mass, and really, we use house-like language. Before we receive communion, we say, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to enter under my roof, so that Jesus is going to come into the, the home of our heart. And so do we leave Jesus at the door before we leave? Or do we take him into the car, into the restaurant that we go? Do we take him home and allow him to be present in our houses, in our prayer, in our conversations, in whatever we do? As we go home today, how is it that Jesus will be the welcomed guest in our house? Because once we welcome him in, we'll begin to change our lives.